good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair, join us at the hip hop round table, yeah. the wi fi round table, but the round table nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> it's a struggle right now. Uh, but this is Landon Hill on the mic. Um, got my brothers with me, man. My two brothers, uh, of course, holding down any side he wants to claim at any given moment. Got him. Mind of Mylan, Mr. Mylan Drake. What's going on, sir? Man, you already know what it is, man. In the building in these streets trying to say these kids. Uh, it's finals. That's all that that's all I know, man. Is brothers coming up, brother. They they, they started off. Uh this is it's here. Stuff is due. Stuff is waiting. Dates are upon us. It's man, you see the dedication. Uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't make finals. If I if it was up to me, I'd I'd say no finals. You know, thank you for still, brother. We know that uh, you know we we definitely come not even second. We like come fifth to to Berkeley, but you know we appreciate you still so joining us for this podcast. Brother. Yeah, man, happy to be here. When wouldn't couldn't wouldn't be any uh, find myself anywhere else. And of course, down there holding down the whole uh, L.A. County region. You know what I'm saying? As as only he can do. Yeah. We got uh, YG, a.k.a. Young Ghost, a.k.a. Young Dev. What's going on? Man, that's that's two strikes. <laughs> <laughs> the YG, can you put it a different order? Brother, <laughs> brother we start with the, the shortest to the longest, brother. I start M-O-M, brothers. It's YG. All right. All right, man. I'm, I'm good down here, man. I'm good. Just shoot. I'm, I'm in a building. Especially right now, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where I am really. I, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that uh, the end of the year, the end of the fiscal year is coming up, and so it's just heck of crazy right now at work. So it's it's forcing me to be in the building. <laughs> I'm locked in the building for right now. So I'm still getting these secrets though. So when I go back into the streets again, which <laughs> I, I dabble here and there. I right, see. Look now, I'm starting to sound like. Uh, <laughs> He's so gangster, I can't even lie. But I'm definitely, you know, just figuring out how to climb this ladder while once again be in the streets with this music, man. Hey, but I'm good over here. I'm I'm so happy to record right now. You know, I'm always happy to record. You know, this is this is what we this is what we live for. This man's in the middle of finals, and he came to record. Why? Because it's this feeling, right? And that's and you know why I came? Because I came to be in the same room with the man, the myth, the legend. Stop! Stop! Racks on racks, on paper, on paper. AKA bills that pay the bills. AKA sir. Degrees for threes, aka muscle, yes, aka yes, no, none of these are aka, right? <laughs> all, aka, aka, all of no, this. Stuff, <laughs> I miss the good old days of podcast slippers, brother. I, I, I miss oh, those. Man, man you got to step your slipper game up. It's not they don't have to be yeah. going. You've got to step up. Brother. You can get the two point I'm out here struggling, brother. I'm out here exactly. They don't stop. Yeah, brother. It, it, they, they. Uh, I, I, I will get some new podcast slippers, and then I will uh, commence my my AKA podcast slippers title. All the rest of that stuff, y'all can hold that for for later. You know, not not even for later. Y'all can hold it forever. You know I mean, there's, there's there's no need for it. Um, get your slippers, but, please. Just man, 
I'm just saying. Um, so we we gonna jump into the podcast right before we do. Uh, I mean, you know, it should be. Well, it's not evident because you know, I, y'all look listen. It's a struggle getting these podcasts up some weeks. So the podcast that was supposed to go up before this one probably gonna go up after now because this one is so prominent and relevant and to you know. So I would say it's pretty evident yeah. what we should we're gonna be covering today, but it's probably not because y'all don't even know when we're recording is y'all you know the. Yeah, like I said, everything messed we, up. That's another part of our podcast is a trippy timeline. <laughs> this timeline, this is crazy. We need an intern. If there's anybody listening who just, you know, <laughs> for the culture, want to, you know, help us actually load these up and get, you know what I'm saying, like, hit us. That's easy work. That's one of the things you could do. Usually I do this in a different order, but easy call, right? Be an intern want to help us out get these podcasts up on a regular consistent basis uh if you got topics you want us to cover if you got feedback if you just want to show some love whatever the case may be you can do so at hhrtpodcast at gmail.com of course you can also do that on our social media sites uh uh, you can search um hip-hop roundtable podcast on facebook at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can listen to uh, episodes on iTunes, Hip Hop Roundtable, just search it there. Or you can find us every single episode um, where um, all of the content lives uh, at hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. Uh, so that's all the ways to connect with us. Um, but we are recording this uh, on the Thursday, just a, a week after, just given how we, um, you know, how we do. We're recording this the week after J. Cole dropped uh, KOD, um, the the highly talked about, I guess anticipated from the, you know, three days prior to him, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, three days prior to the piece him, him mentioning this coming out. Um, you know what I'm saying? He uh, he dropped KOD, and so uh, you know we of course we had to talk about it. We had to we had to give our thoughts, our opinions. All so, topics drop. You know, I mean, this, <laughs> go ahead and, and get started. So there's not much more to say there. KOD dropped. Just, um, folks have had time to sit with it. You know, probably read some reviews, whatever else. So with that being said, as usual, young know, ghost, we're gonna start with you. What was your your thoughts on uh, KOD? Man, KOD, I, I, and, and this is how I'm about to break this review down. I'm breaking this down in the way that hip-hop, how we used to, well, no, nah, I won't even say how we used to, how we should still in present day listen to albums in ways where you get your first listen, you digest it. Get your second listen, put pieces together. Get your third listen. You can't judge this thing without giving about six to seven listens to be you know, completely get what his theme was, get some of the Easter eggs, see what other subtopics he's talking about. And that's what this album does for me. So that's where I'm going to start off already. I, I, I like the album a lot. I really do. To me, and this is, this is one of those things where it's like, all right, it's icing on the cake. This is super fan. It was short to me. It was really short to me. But, you know, that's a good thing. You know, 12 songs is the new standard, so I gave him that. And, um, like I said, I'm going to leave it at I like it a lot because I don't want to be a groupie and be like, I love it when I ain't even giving my six to seven listens yet. So that's where I am and where I'm at with it. 
Um, just the message, and I guess we'll get into it afterwards because it's just an intro, uh, is really dope. We'll dive deep and see what some of the messages. I like the fact that there was different messages, you know, so we can talk about which one stood out to us or, you know, which one did you like the most or which one was the best combination. So I'm excited to, you know, get on to the next one. But my, as an intro, I really like it. I need some more listens. Uh, I got my favorites, and you'll hear me out. All right. M-O-M. Uh, for me, I, I can't really say I've said this very many times, um, but the, the, the album, I thought it was flawless. I didn't think – I think I think Dev touched on it. The only issue or only – problem I would say I had with the album was that it was too short. Um, I was able to listen to it from beginning to end without feeling like I needed any, uh, you know, fast forwards or, all right, I'm just going, I get the gist. I'm just going to skip that one real quick. You know, I think I know what he means, what he's trying to do here. Uh, no, I listened to the whole thing and, uh, I thought it was flawless. I thought it was his second best album, um, mixtapes included. Maybe mixtapes included, but I don't know. I have to. I would have to go back down memory lane. But I, I think it's his second best album. Uh, it's hard to put it over Born Center because it's so short. But then again, it's just wow. Over Born. Wait, this is his best one. <laughs> you like Born Center at number one? No, I like Forest Hill at number one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying it's hard to put it at number two, seeing how over over oh, yeah. seeing that it's kind it's it's just shorter. I I, I think it's it packs a punch. <laughs> yeah, it, it it packs a punch. But at the same time, I I gotta I kind of gotta give uh, Born Center the respect it's due. But at the, but yeah, so that, that's just in short. Before we go any further, I'll just leave it at that. I would definitely have to go back. Um. Yeah, this this album is. I like the album. I really like the album. It's also, I don't know, were tricky, interesting. I don't know what it is because I because I, I slightly disagree with you. That, well, I I agree and disagree with you at the same time, which is why this is tricky. Mm. It's very easy to recognize very early on after one listen that he is obviously at bare minimum, at least at bare minimum, mm -hmm. uh, addressing the drug abuse culture that probably youth in general, but especially the younger artists in hip hop are dealing with. Right. I think mm -hmm. that, and, and looking at that from, from multiple facets. Right. So I think, I think that from just a very basic standpoint is, um, like you can you can get that right away. Now I do think that you have to go back and listen multiple times in order to like kind of hear everything and see every you know like to to get the yeah. full experience and like pick up on different stuff and like like that I agree with. But I think in terms of the very general overall premise, you kind of get it right away, which I think is a little yeah. bit different from um, for your eyes only, which you had to listen to the whole thing all the way through. And be like, oh wait, like what was this? Okay, wait. So that's connected to that. Like, 
I think that album actually took a little Absolutely. bit longer for you to conceptualize exactly what he was getting at, right? Um, and not that that took a whole lot, but I think it took more than with this album. You kind of get it almost immediately. Um, I think it's also interesting because I think this is probably the most or one of the most I don't want to, I'm not, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but for the level, for the caliber of MC that J. Cole is, this is probably the most bare or basic his lyricism has been. Um, but the way in which he dealt with the topic was probably one of the more sophisticated ways. Because I felt like he went between like, talking about these issues and kind of like the third person as if he was taking on these personas versus like talking yeah. to them kind of the elder statesman, but you know what I'm saying? Versus like kind of, you know, empathizing. Like it was a lot, a lot of different ways in which he was doing it, right? Um, so although the lyricism wasn't like, yo, like that wordplay was crazy, the the topics he were doing, the way in which he addressed it was really, um, I think was very kind of artistic. Um, and I was saying this, you know, Mylon and I were talking about this the other day. And I, you know, I, I put him, I, I see him right now as, at least within hip hop, I'm not saying he is this person. I'm not, let me be very clear. I'm not saying that he is this person because people will get on my head or whatever. But I am saying that in terms of the role that I feel like he is filling within hip hop, he to me with this album is kind of stepping into that James Baldwin like space mm -hmm. or to say like, I am addressing the current state of affairs that I see and doing so in a way that is not, it's not super preachy. Like there is a level of preachy, but I think there's also just a level of like, I have friends that have gone through this. This is kind of like what I'm observing as taking it, like I'm taking a step back and not like kind of engaging. So I have like this outside perspective, but somebody who's still of the culture and like, and speaking directly to those things. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I think the final thing that I think was like really interesting to me was the different types of styles and flows that he took to kind of represent all this. So like, yeah. you know, certain, he sounded like, you know, one of the, some of the young rappers at some points, he sounded like one song, he sounded like Coochie Mane at one point, like, you know, like he has these different types of flow that I think made it so that the album was, um, it kept you interested and engaged, but it was something completely different a lot of times than what we typically hear from Cole. So, mm -hmm. um, I say all that to say, I thought the way in which he approached the album was dope. I thought the album was dope, but it's very interesting because I think in a lot of ways, it's more basic, quote unquote, that's probably not the right word, but the best one I could come up with for now, like more basic than some of his other work has been, yet still probably one of the most kind of like deep that they've been. So, well, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go against that though by saying most basic by... Kinda, and I was getting this, this was on my, I've only listened to it twice. So um, going through the second time, I was literally looking as far as he was flowing and stuff and how, like you said, he would take on the third person persona. He'll act like he's in it, or he'll be, like you said, acting like the, you know, the, el the elder. And 
he was giving me Tupac. I was like, Tupac used to make his albums like that. And then it was a lot of people who would say, you know, that's what you need on the album. You need a song for the this, a song for the that. And that's how Tupac would say, you need a song for the, for the hood, a song for the homies, you need a song. And then I got a song where I am talking about you, you know, talking about something. I got a song where I'm talking about a story or something happened. And J. Cole has been taking that on. I feel like not all the way, but in, in the last couple albums, it seems like that. But this one seems to be the most where he just gave you Literally, it could be different, different songs, just different types of songs already. And that's kind of where it gave me like, all right, on this song, you're going to have not so much lyrics because the people listening to it is not going to take, you know, digest it well. And then he still got a song, which I think is one of the last ones, where he got that cold flow. And it's, so that's the thing. I guess you only hear one song with the cold flow and you know, all right, if he had the whole album like this, I know what he's, you know, capable of. So I think that's more... I would say he's more made it a, such a theme where he didn't have the flow that you're used to. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. Again, I, I think, so. I, just so that I'm clear, like, I think the approach to it was very complex and, like, how he mm -hmm. brought it all together. I'm just saying in terms of, again, when you, like, I think when we talk about a level of lyricism that we typically expect from him, mm -hmm. uh, with the exception of something like 1985, um, and with regards to having to like go through the entire album to like fully be able to conceptualize as opposed to i i think he he touched on the same topic in a lot of different ways or like looking at it from different aspects but mm -hmm. that's different than in other instances where i think you had to go through the whole album before you like oh okay i like i get what this whole album was supposed to represent you get what i'm saying like yeah so okay. that, that, that's what I'm saying. But like, but I do agree that like there was a sophistication about how the album in and of itself was put together. Like, I have no questions about that. And I, I super appreciate the way he did that. Mm. I, I think the, the other thing about the album before we, just before we go to the next question or what have you is it was uh, a friend of mine, uh, young, young Will Jackson was talking about how he, the the issue that he had with the album and i didn't even think about it in this sense is not that it's not good or great for that matter is again in this in in this in in this army of mediocrity something like this comes into play and we kind of get the get out um analysis of things and i'm not saying that's what we're doing we're, we're talking about the album as well but just in general, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I always go, I always refer back to this blog that this person wrote after get, the movie Get Out came uh, came out, and they were like talk breaking down everything. The the the, the reason why she has you know glass of milk M and M's, you know, yeah. picture in the background, and <laughs> the director of the movie, the guy who wrote it, you know, the, the, not not some other person. This is the person who wrote the movie. He was like, yeah, nah, that's that's actually. We only have milk on set, so I just <laughs> said pour milk in the glass. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like because it's like we haven't had a movie that came out with any type of. It wasn't a movie like that that it just became this whole like it's the greatest movie of all time, and it made me, as much as I respect, it, I try like I don't really I almost don't want to like it now because I don't want to like it because everybody mm -hmm. else is on this whole, it's the deepest movie of all time. Like, stop, it's, oh, it was good, but it, come on, we don't have to do this, people. And that was the fear 
that uh, Brother Will was saying uh, that that this album was going to have. He's like, man, I can just see it coming that it's going to get this. It's the greatest album of all time, or it's really dope and all that because we got, you know, Lil Xan coming out next, or you know, before it. But he, the album comes out in the after Lil Xan and before uh, Six Nine. So it's like, okay, well, I guess J Cole's album is dope, and it and it might also mm-hmm. get the dopeness of the album might also get missed on because of that. It'll, it'll get missed out. Like you, you'll kind of look at it as eh, I don't I don't know if, if I if I love it so much because it just it just came out out of the clear blue sky. So so I guess that's a I mean with that I I love to hear from both of y'all like so given the way that it's come out, given the fact that you know J. Cole has obviously been very had very minimal um uh what do you call it marketing and all that you know, with the last few albums, um, mm. but also given kind of the hype around it, right? I think you're you're right. And like, there's <laughs> the last, at least the last two albums, if not more, there's been like this whole conversation about like J Cole fans, right? Like just how you know how how obnoxious they could be. And like, I mean, and I'm a I'm a J Cole fan, but I get who they are talking. Like, there are certain J Cole fans that like obnoxious, right? Like, <laughs> but um. Like with that being said, though, and to your to your point, Mylon, like, what do you all think will be the ultimate impact of this album? Hmm, it's funny. First of all, I want to back up when you said we know how J Cole fans can be. There was a video, I think, on maybe the last album or two albums before, where they had when J Cole album about to drop and you ain't know, and they showed the dude shooting dice because he was real just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. J Cole came up. Wait, hold on, hold on. You mean to say he started taking everything and like getting his act together? Like, <laughs> well, that's, you know, we got J. Cole fans of many different demographics and life choices now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think with that is when, <clears throat> when you talk about the uh, J. Cole fans, I mean, you're going to get that. You're going to get those who think it's deep because the people who love the other albums. That's, I mean, that's kind of like what I was saying the way he made the album because he made it where they can listen to it and digest it and love it, and they're going to call it deep. But to us, we can kind of, the fact that we can handle some Lupe and, and, and then we can, ha- you know, we can kind of go down to somebody who's a little bit more deep or lyrical, you know, they might, they, J. Cole don't want things to go over people's heads. So what we might think is like, okay, yeah, people going to think it's dope, but I didn't think it was that good. You just had a different maturity level. And he just probably decided to drop an album where it would, you know, reach a, mu- a few more demographics on the on the spectrum. So I don't know. It, it's, it can go both ways. But as far as like critiquing it, you kind of got to understand in the whole culture form of things. Like if we talking about hip hop, what would be the best thing to do for an artist to do and drop an album that's going to reach the demographic that it does? Talking about the topic that it does, even if it means it's not going to be that lyrical. You know what I mean? Or the artist already supposed to be the the newspaper of the street. So what's going on right now is more important. So I don't know. I think it touches it touches a lot of things when talking about hip hop, the culture in general. So so what do you think the ultimate impact will be though? Like is this gonna be kind of a uh yeah, the the ass uh, or is it gonna be something that's gonna lie? Or like what do you think the the ultimate I think, impact? I think it'll be the fact that a lot of people will talk about it and reach so many demographics, the impact will be really good. 
this is one of those things where the impact would have to just show itself when, when time passes and then we look back and be like, yo, that, that album was good for folks or something like that type deal or whatever. It all depends what, what dropping this thing did. So I think the impact itself really will be spread out as we see, of course, right now. But as time goes on, people going to flip whatever they thought about the album and be like, oh, yeah, that was pretty dope. You know, he would drop it all the time where, you know, hip hop was you know, about mumble, right? You know, and then it's all in this different time now. So I don't know. That's why I was like, I think it would, it would be a big impact depending on what happens afterwards. I'm going to obviously be extremely pessimistic and think that it will probably go down. To me, it reminds me of the moment. I, I, I'm sure you can find an article, but it was the moment the very first album came out that got five mics. I mean, the first album that came out that got five mics. And it was questionable because there was, a, there was an obvious dip in the state of hip hop. So there was Illmatic that was like, nothing is ever going to get five mics again if we don't give Little Boosie five mics. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, it's like we, we, we got to change the narrative. And I felt like that's what the source was doing. Like they felt like they needed to change the narrative. So I, I say that to say that this album kind of comes at a point to where a point in when the narrative has changed. So Amigos album is probably culturally a much better, a much more anticipate or not anticipate a much more received album than this J. Cole album. Like, I don't think people are clamoring to get this outside of what Dev just said. Like, straight I'll up, J. Cole, J. Cole fans, hip-hop heads. I don't think that, I don't think the impact on the culture of hip-hop is like, yo, we needed this. I feel like J. We, J. Cole is J. Cole. Now, if it came, like, I feel like Logic, I think you have that moment, you have that ability to do it one good time. Snoop's doggy style, it came at a time when it was like, yo, we had never seen this. You can't, Snoop can't do it all over again. J. Cole has already hit us with it. To me, Forest Hills Drive was the yo. We needed that because it was kind of trash right now and we, we appreciate it. Kendrick was Good Kid, Mad City. Specifically for the West Coast, it was like, yo, we ain't really had a win in a minute. Thanks. Done deal. You might have to uh, check the facts on that one though. I don't know. Nah, Nah, I mean, not not it. Not when I say win, like you know, talking about like overall, you know, entire industry impact. The West Coast that hadn't had no. Nah, it was Snoop okay, and yeah. the Gap. <laughs> it was a, you know like the where the whole world was checking for us. Now we're not talking about you forty and Exhibit and uh, Alcoholics. Where it's like, oh yeah, I fool with them. We not nah, we talking about right with two thousand one. Kind of did something. What? Yeah, that was that was Eminem's fault though, because people started like <laughs> it was like it was like the, the the teacher. I mean, the student became the teacher at that point. I mean, I'm not saying that Dre was riding Eminem's coattails, but it was like, oh yeah, Dre, the guy with Eminem. Like everybody knew Eminem. At that yeah, I mean, that, well, anyway, that's another yeah. podcast the other day. But the, you go back to that. He had a strict 2001 took over. Next episode, forgot about Dre, still DRE, like Explosion. I do had a run with that album alone. 
had had Eminem been out already or no? Like, had, or do we we did? He had been out, but I'm just okay. saying the okay. other songs that came off of that was L- listen. Regardless, once Eminem came out and Dre brought him out, it, Dre was Eminem's. But that was a West Coast win, though. <laughs> that was still a West Coast win. That was that was Eminem's win. And <laughs> Oh, okay, we're going to disagree. We're going to agree to disagree. If Dr. Dre was from Wisconsin, Wisconsin would have been winning at that point. Because <laughs> oh, oh, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You just said it wasn't a West Coast win. West Coast won. You could think of it in if you want to. He won. But it doesn't <laughs> at, at, any rate, at any rate, my point before I was rudely interrupted, my point <laughs> is this. That's, when, that's that, what he says when he's wrong. <laughs> my, my, my point is this, is that the album, I don't think the impact of the album will, could have had, had it been, this is like a native, this is like a native tongue, De La Soul type of album. So it's like, the, it, it fit when De La Soul dropped because there was Tribe, there was, um, but there was uh, uh, Leaders of the New School, like, you know, there was a group that, it was like, yeah, there was, everybody was dropping these, and brand new, being like, oh, okay, it's like, great. So then you throw a De La Soul album that's actually dope, in there it's like oh it makes sense but right now you throw a dope like it was so it wasn't aggressive it, it didn't have a bunch of club bangers well actually atm it, it had some songs you could play um but motivate it, that yeah. was the he sounded like gucci Mane, and i was like oh <laughs> yeah it, it, it has some it has some songs but it it's not in the same it wasn't developed in the same vein as um it was very. It wasn't developing the same vein as like a uh, uh, damn album, like that album. You could just tell, like he, like the song when he went in the studio. He was obviously making dope songs, but he knew this song is going to get fifty million spins, and I need to produce it as such. This is like so. It, it still has a Forest Hill. Like I think his last three albums, Forest Hill, For Your Eyes, and this have been like. I really, he's on his prince right now. He's on his. I don't really care yeah. what other people think. I'm just going to make was, That was part of the theme of this, too. Well, not theme, but that he's just trying to be himself now. You know? Yeah. That's and with that, <laughs> are we going to get good music? Yes. But it also means when you get good music, that's not going, you know, that's not going. More people are going to remember. Oh, and it didn't come out in the same. And did it come out in the same month? Yeah, I think it did. More people are going to remember the. Um, Migos walk it like you talk it video featuring Drake than they will remember J. Cole because it's I, don't, like I don't think that's true though. So it's, uh, it's only thinking about those two at the same time. Yeah, they, they came both came out in the same month. I mean, you know what I'm yeah, but this is the thing. So this is the big and this is where because I and I already feel like I know what your response is gonna be, but this is where <laughs> you like to use numbers conveniently. You you like to use numbers, so I'm just gonna use this, I'm gonna use this stat for you. J. Cole has now broken the record for Apple streams in like the first, I don't know if it's 24 or 48 hours, beating out Drake. Drake had the record. And we know how big Drake is. He beat Drake. So the it's not like this isn't happening. Like, and and this is and like I was again, I was surprised. And I don't know why I continue to be surprised, but like again, I was I was I was kicking it with some of my with some of the high school students at my job. I was in there, they were about to get ready for a workshop. But J. Cole happened to come up and all of them was talking about the J. Cole album. And it was like specifically there's like, yo, that 1985 joint. So 
I know that people are listening. Not only is he breaking records just in general, but like at least with at bare minimum high school kids and probably even some of my middle school kids like know that this album is out. So I, I can't wow. say that like it's nobody know. Like he's he's literally breaking records and he does that every time he comes out now with barely any marketing before the album comes out with no features, whatever. You know, we people run, you know, say that at nauseam now, but it, it's not that he doesn't, it's not like this is just a fly by night, like, oh yeah, only people in the corner know about it. Like, dude is breaking records. It's, it's, it's starting to become a formula, man. Beyonce does it. You know, yeah, they, oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's a formula. Yeah, it's definitely they, a formula. Yeah, speak, speak they're, finally learning, they're finally learning how to feed modern day consumers. <laughs> like, they're finally learning, like, you can't, you can't promote something and get people hyped because then they promote it, then it dies down, then it comes out, then it's not what you expect because why it takes so long from when I find out. You just drop it on somebody and it's yeah. good, then you have a buzz on social media bigger than what you would if you had three months in between you promote. Like, yeah, no, I, I definitely, speaking of formula, I, uh, somebody else was like, yo, Cole, Cole gets it. Like, he came <laughs> out, he came out with the album, he dropped it. Then he did the um, the video. He did the video. Then he did the Kevin's Heart, which he was like, I'm writing. I got two feels. I got Kevin Hart, who got 50 zillion people watching yeah. with all eyes yeah. on him. I got the video after the album. This ain't going to do nothing. But, like, they got, who's not going to watch this video? It's called, the song is called Kevin's Heart. It's got Kevin Hart in it. Like, now, no, no shape had he said, you know, I'm going to use, you know, my high school teacher in the video. It would have still been a cool video, but it wouldn't have been part of the formula. The formula is, hey man, draw attention best way you can, and the rest of, and the rest is gonna play itself because it's and to me like that's a that that is a using the Migos and Drake video, like that's what that was. It was like, oh snap, Migos Got the video featuring like everybody had already heard the song. We already knew the song was out, but it's like, oh, the video is out. Like, all that was the most popular thing on earth at that time. In my yeah, and I, and I think he, I mean, he definitely knew what he was doing. I mean, the song is about cheating. He calls it Kevin's Heart, and then he gets Kevin Hart. It's, I mean, it's it's just marketing. I, that was the that was the best thing <laughs> you could do to set it up. Um, I mean, so 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 like so, so I, I was so, the first five mic. Go ahead, Landon. Yeah, it, it's at the end of the day. I, I think it is a dope album. The videos thus far that he's come out with are dope. Like I said, also I told the Landon about this too, Dev. Uh, the marketing. The day the album came out, it was a playoff game. They was playing. Count it up, count it up, count it. Up. I was like, how in the world? Wow. Like the day, wow. it was like a week. <laughs> The day it came out, the it was a playoff came, game. They already had it queued up. They, they were the playing ring. it for the commercial. Like, no, for the oh, commercial. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, the yeah, I did. I seen yeah. that. Yeah, I remember, I like, and I was like, wait, wait. Yeah. They just it took me those off like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I, dude had this plan from the beginning. Not to mention it dropped on 420, which also was, you know, that wasn't an right. accident, of course. Yeah. So, it, so I, I think it will probably... I, I think I, I hate to be non-committal because I feel like Dev's answer is non-committal too. But <laughs> I would be non-committal too, <laughs> and, and for this reason, 
I feel like it could have significant impact because this is clearly like this now where we're at is like a very specific time in hip hop where the little whoever's are taking over the drug culture is huge. And we're talking about like a completely different, like kind of space that we're in, in terms of hip hop, how people are recording it, how they're approaching it, the content, all of those things, right? And like this huge cultural divide. So like, we're right in the middle of that. And then what J Cole did was make an entire album. Like I said, he got on this James Baldwin essentially. So this is dropping that right in the middle of it. And now I think because of how big J. Cole is within hip hop, whenever we, whenever like people will reflect upon this time period, I, well, I, and I don't know if this will be the case, but my hope is that people will then have to talk about this album in the middle of that. The reason why I don't know if that's going to happen is because, although I just mentioned Drake and the record that J. Cole beat of his, he also was coming out like, in June. So unlike Kendrick Lamar, like with damn who got, you know, I mean, he just got a Pulitzer prize winner. Like, so that album now of course is like cemented. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's done, <laughs> right? Like that, that album is always going to be here. It's a done deal. Yeah. Like that album is always going to be here. I don't know that KOD will get to that extent. Um, but also I don't know if because Drake is coming out, Kanye and all his shenanigans is also coming out like in early <laughs> June. So like there's a lot and then for like hip hop started. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know, but I know, but I'm just saying, but that delete, but you gotta think about it. Like at the same time that we're talking that like J. Cole's album is coming out, we're talking about Kanye and all his rants and all this other idiotic stuff. His music is coming out, Drake is coming out. Uh, and then for like hip hop heads, Pusha T is coming out. Nas is supposed to be coming out, beat or produced by by uh, by Kanye. So there's a lot of stuff that's coming yeah, that yeah. may then make what could have been like maybe a longer run, like kind of short a little bit. And like I mean, we all have short attention spans already, but because all those things are coming out, it might make it to where this does not. People don't sit with this as long as maybe they would have otherwise. I don't know that to be the case. And then when they get My, bored, they pop this back in. Now look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. And that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe, hopefully. But I also do think that, I, or I think, slash, it's my hope. And probably more hope than actually think. But it's my hope that this will be significant because, like, when people are, you know, in the, ne the next time that somebody writes you know uh what's the what's the 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 hip hop history book um that by by the asian dude uh, yeah can't stop, won't, can't, stop, won't. can't stop won't stop so when somebody does the 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 next version of that from wherever he ended to you know 2050 like when we talk about the the time period when the drug culture was taken over is is this album big enough? I hope that this album is big enough to drop in there and say. I think it depends. But if it's all that, J Cole dropped this album that directly got at all the folks who was doing that stuff, right? Like, yeah. and I, I think he's a big enough artist to at least be mentioned in that space. I can. I mean, 
I, I can't, I mean, I definitely can't argue like 50 years, well, I could argue 50 years from now, will it be in the conversation? Um, but what will definitely be in the conversation is, I, I feel like his, his legacy. That, my, my bad, real quick. And that has nothing, I'm not even talking about in terms of quality. I mean, I think the quality makes it another thing, but just even in terms of the fact that that's what people are talking about and where we are, just the way in which he approached it more than anything else might might do that. So that so just to clarify that too. But go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I I think the I think the approach is logic does this all the time. Um and it doesn't get the nah. Logic's last album, like when he like he was doing an interview and explaining, not the the one that just came out. Yeah, the one that just came out. And he was talking about how it was about a guy who had got who had got uh, killed. Like, like no one is picking up on that. Like, like <laughs> not no one. Like, but you like, do you understand his whole entire album? Yeah, a story happening. Every yeah. song, every lyric, every skit. And you're like, yeah, logic is cool. I liked it. No, no okay. I don't think you. Understand. <laughs> like, this, like Migos didn't do that. They just like got a bunch of. They literally got 90% of the drugs that <laughs> J. Cole was talking about, put it on a paper plate, it snorted it, gargled it, and inhaled it and injected it, and then made a couple of songs. And people are like, yo, I need to buy that, B. I need to buy it. Like, what? Like, <laughs> well, why did you go so hard? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that is. I mean, I, I wish, I think my only, the only, and this is, you know, this is a strictly the mind of Mylon moment. Like, I, I just wish, I wish he would have just named names. I just wish he would, you know, like, Annoy, <laughs> like Annoy's album came out a couple of weeks ago. Annoy was straight up like, hey man, I'm just going to say, like, it wasn't like the beginning of a song. It wasn't even a lyric. He was like, I'm just going to say it. Uh, future may being a drug addict cool okay now that i got that out the way i'm gonna start rapping like it's like what that wasn't, that wasn't the song no i just wanted to throw some things some facts out there like we really have to address like this, this drug addiction is at a it's at a it's at an all-time high i never i don't think outside of the the the, the, the hippie movement has just talking about being on drugs and doing drugs at a, at a at a frequency at this level has ever been the case. I don't I don't mm. I can't recall it. Where it's ever been this cool to just be on drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, dope, I, I'm waiting for the album called Dope Fiend Lean at this point because I just <laughs> I mean, like, like I just need to see it. Like, is that where are we? Who's gonna make that album? Because I just I might even yeah, buy it. Young Jeezy gonna make it for me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's just rough. It's just, it's rough. And I think that because he did something, Steph Curry's three-point shooting, it, it, it reminds me, I, I, I don't want to, it's more like Clay Thompson's three-point shooting. Clay Thompson mm-hmm. is the only man in the history of basketball to score 60 points off of 11 dribbles. <laughs> that like you'll like you'll be like, like oh yeah that night that Steph went off no 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 I'm not, <laughs> not, not talking about the, I'm 
not talking about the night Steph went off. I'm talking about the night a man scored 60 points <laughs> off of dribbling the ball 11 times. Every time he touched it, he turned around and shot it, and it went in. Do you understand what happened? I mean, I prefer LeBron's 30-point game. Oh, my gosh. Like, you don't understand what just happened. Because it will it go down in history? Yes. Is it written? Yes. But probably, honestly, like Steph's 45-point game at Madison Square Garden will probably go off. Or Steph's game against Chris Paul where he made him do the, you know, touch, you know. Right. Touch like, you're going to remember that, but you really don't recall Clay Thompson's game. Like, it was like, eh. Like, Clay wasn't, like, runner-up for MVP voting that year or six all-time or most improved. Like, how can Clay Thompson ever get most improved? And he's he, – he, he went from, like, 18 to, to what he is now. Like, but no one – it doesn't it doesn't get any – it's like, yeah, it's kind of – it's cool. I mean, I respect him. But there's, there's James Harden, who's the greatest three-point shooter of all time greatest basketball player, best dribbler, all that stuff. So <laughs> I, I think that's where he – I think I just found the best analogy. He's going to go down in Clay Thompson land. Clay Thompson has two championships, been to the finals three times, scored 60 off 11 dribbles. I don't know who will remember him 30 but, years from now. But I'll say J. Cole's album have definitely more of a plunge – Clay Thompson didn't hit the scene as hard as his album did. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah. That was a good analogy though. I'm just I'm just trying to Yeah, no, but over I I'm thinking I'm just saying over time. I'm I'm saying Yeah. You know, three over over three or four years, Clay Thompson has evolved in some ways and it's like, okay, we know who Clay is. Oh snap, he he went off. Like you know, we got Forest Hill, we got Born Center. We got four. We got some albums out there. This one, but, just yeah, but he still has more of a following, I think, than you give him credit for. Because I, he, he might, he, he, he would have to, because I, I just don't, I don't believe that the world is like that. Like, it's checking. I, I mean, let me rephrase that. I believe he's probably more popular overseas than he is in America, because I think America tends to take people for granted. But I feel like he could go. He could touch. Ten countries. I mean, he already been visiting. He's already done it. Yeah, I mean, that. But that's true. But but I think he also. I mean, so J Cole. J Cole does get his money touring. I think he actually at least one year. There was like a graphic. I may have shared it on here before. Talked about on here before. But like, I think he made more money touring than like Drake and Nicki. Now, like when they were both like scorching, because it was like Drake was killing the charts. But Cole was like, yeah, I'm out here on the road and like mm-hmm. bringing it in. Mm-hmm. But I think so, you know, we mentioned them, we mentioned them earlier. I think there's this recognition that like J. Cole fans are like, like they they're, are different ways. Like, <laughs> they, yeah, like, like, it's, yeah, it's like it's a different, different. Yeah, I mean, because it's even, I'm, I mean, you know, I still think Kendrick and Drake are probably the bigger artists in terms of who's going to sell more. But J. Cole is right there. And he does not have and, – and for whatever reason, people, like, despise his fan base way more than they do any Drake or, or, or Kendrick, like, fan base. Like, he's that big to where his fans are annoying. 
Like that's you got to be pretty big. Like you got to be <laughs> a pretty big name for people to hate your fans. Like it's like I don't even hate you. Like I I hate the people that like you. Like that's a you you got to be kind of high up there in order to in order to reach that that level. Um, so you know, but and again, I I do, but but again, that's why it's weird is because I say all of that, and I do also agree with you that for some reason he does not still feel as big or as uh you know whatever as other artists and so it's weird and, and i think part of that is probably just because he's kind of gone into like this like reclusive mode um so we don't just see him as often because he's not on the red carpets he's not doing interviews he's not so maybe that feeds some of that um but you know it's weird. But anyway, before we be, before we get off of here, just want to hear from y'all. Y'all top, you know, two or three favorite um, yeah. album. Um, what what stood out? I feel like there's probably gonna be at least one that 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 resonates with us all. One or two of them. But uh, Young Dev, um, it's off with your your favorite your favorite track. Upon, upon my first listen, and the reason why I picked this one first was because from beginning to end, it just it just kind of captivated. It was like one of those things that you stayed with it. You never not paid attention to it. And then it was over. It was like, Oh, okay. That was a nice song. And that was photograph. That was mm-hmm. track three. Mm-hmm. But then when you go through the album and then you listen, you know, you give yourself the real hip hop head favorite and that would be friends track 10. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was. At. Of course, everybody going to fall to 1985. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's why I was like, let me go with let me go with friends, even though friends is really the the deeper one. For, not like for me, but it's just like he went, he went in, he he went in, and he covered some ground. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was it. that was it. Of course, I liked what else? I liked the vibe of motivate. Uh, the cutoff was very funny to me, as far as uh, give me drink, <laughs> give me mm-hmm. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, and then. Yeah, once an attic was deep. I mean, they all good, but as far as like, Dev like the whole album. Like every song is yeah, his favorite. Right? yeah. Dev is no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, every song is his favorite. You can see where the flow is going. It's not and then, the, then the outro, and then, you know, got to give props to the intro. You feel me? And then uh, <laughs> if I do the outro, I got to do the intro. And then yeah, you can't do the outro. Then the intro. Then the intro. That's the last song. There's two <laughs> intros. Y'all know two intros. <laughs> Yeah. Now I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna possibly bypass my 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 top three because I meant to ask Dev this question previously before we before we get out of here. Um, speaking of, and I think those are the th- it's like your thoughts on the production because you talked about motivate. I think those are the things that kind of get slept on, like like his. I I, I just I I don't I. I it's yeah. I didn't need six listens. Like I was really deeply focused on my first listen. Like, mm-hmm. give me drink, give me like, like just his, right. his cadence and his voice is going with the music. Like, it's like it, this album, like I felt like this is, I felt like this is like a, you know how a tribe called quest, like the second, like was it the second or the first album? They just couldn't get it out. Like it just kept, um, Q-tip kept trying to, he was being an over perfectionist. 
And I feel mm-hmm. like this is that album. I feel like he I feel like he's been working on this album for four years. Right. You know what I mean? it just the way it felt felt like if you asked him, like what would you change, he would say nothing. Like I, I did it exactly mm-hmm. the way I wanted to do it. Um with that being said, what were your thoughts on the production? I, I mean I Man, you know me and J. Cole, I'm sure, um you know, produced a lot of the stuff on this album, if not everything. But that dude is is pretty bond. Like he the, he samples too, and he samples and manipulates, and then he puts his drums over. He may get his homeboy. You know, I ain't gonna tell the the secret, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know what he does, but right. I you know I, I'm nah, not even in that way. But that's what I see. You know, that's what I see when I um. You know, or that's what I hear in the music because that's what I do. You know, I, I sample and then you get it. I'm not on the level where he is because he probably got all the different plugins and the money to do it. But um, definitely let a production. A lot of people won't like this production because it's a, it, it falls in a certain lane. He had different ones. He took, he took samples where he'll have like modern drums and stuff on. And so he kind of went, he kind of went different places. He gave you some Kendrick like production too on some tracks where it's like, it doesn't even seem like it's this, you know, the hip hop genre, but then he'll throw in some drums and bring it back. So production to me is, is bomb because it goes everywhere. And when you can combine the old with the new, I mean, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing better than that. So production was A1 to me, but a lot of people just, Maybe because it just maybe the different ways that they like to digest production may not like it. Maybe they want them more modern sounding the whole time, or maybe it was like yeah, when he started singing and it started sounding all jazz like, kind of lost. Like I don't know. That's how I feel people will say with this. But production to me, just seeing the the, the depth that he went in, it's pretty dope. Agree, 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 agree. Um, with that, I just be real quick. Um. I, li- I like brackets, um, ATM, um, probably window pane. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, all, but. Nah, I feel you. Uh, I like, I, I actually, I really like to motivate. I think just because it's such a different track, like, for him, but he really got into like kind of that trap vibe and his inner Gucci Mane, man. I don't know. I kept hearing like <laughs> as soon as it came on, I was like, is Gucci Mane featured on this play? Is this a demo featuring Gucci Mane? Like, what is but it's a you know, but it's it's right in the middle of the album and it's enough to just like get your energy back up and I don't know, I like it. Um I liked uh I really like Friends, Dev. You mentioned that one. I thought that yeah. was um you know, and again, I think that made it more, I think that gave it the, all right, I'm not just talking at you, but like, I know, like, I know people in my own life who I'm talking to as well. Like, these are my homies. So it's not just getting at like the younger generation of rappers. So I like right. that. Of course, 1985 is like, I think we all kind of We're talking to town. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then Brackets was my favorite, man. Like, okay. One that, like, just the, the I, I thought the, um, 
you know, the selecting where your taxes goes on an app idea was just it was amazing. I was like, yo, we should like somebody needs to create this now. Like, let's talk to the government. Like, let, I need to select. I need this. I need my money to go straight to schools. Like, I don't know what y'all doing. Like, send my money to go to. Like, um, and then like just the story at the end, like she walking out, grab her glasses, she realized she gotta pay her taxes. I was like, oh man, like just the way he brought that's that storytelling that we usually hear from J. Mm -hmm. Cole. Um, just the way he weaved all that together, man. Um, cause he took you a whole roundabout way, but brought it all the way back. I was like, Yeah, this dude is he he he's doing something right here. So um yeah, man, those are those those are my top ones. Um so that said, uh, shout outs before we get up off of here. Shout outs. Dev. Man, I don't, it's, I don't know why I don't have any. I, I know why. It's been too much news. I work in a hospital. It's been too much. You, you, know, you know what I know. We, I guess I could say that, but it's not a shout out. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a pout. <laughs> But Bill Cosby, man. Yeah, man. Horrible, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even get a chance to see any of it. Yeah, we need a whole... I don't know. Is there a way to weave hip -hop, Bill Cosby into a hip-hop podcast? I do <laughs> want to talk about that, but I, I, I got to be careful with that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's probably not the best episode for for the mind of Mylan. <laughs> I need, I I would need a a, a personal guide to. Uh, can I say no? I cannot right. say. So yeah, I won't yeah. be saying that. It's yeah. not that. It's like I just I really want to have a conversation about like how like can we as society like just. Is it okay to separate what somebody has done or like what somebody has meant to you or for you to like what they've done? Like, like I just want to know, is it okay to still watch the Cosby show? Like, I think that's what it is. I just well, want to know. Well, yeah, see, that's the, that's the part. That's the part. Oh, of the, oh no. I'm good enough fast. No, that's the, that's the part in the society that where, where I, I've said, I said, I had that conversation long ago when, uh, when, with, with O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson was one of the best running backs in USC history, one of the best running backs in Buffalo Bill history, top five at the time of his crime. I think he, I know he was definitely top 10 running backs of all time, I feel like, yardage-wise. Um, he was an icon. He was the man. Bruh, I, I can't undo what, I, what, what he's done, and I can't unsee what I've seen. Bill Cosby brought something that had never been brought to, to, to black, to, to television for black people, period. There's just no, there's no, well, yeah, it, there's nothing getting away from that. And if you can think, I mean, I, yeah, when we watch it, if you feel like you need to put an asterisk by it, that's what's up. But I, I didn't say I was watching the Cosby show, you know, the 2019 version and, and he started something. Yeah. No. Can't even rock with you, B. I mean, is, is Theo on there? Like, no, Gordon Gartrell? Nah, I, you know what? I can't even fool with it, dog. I, I can't. I, I don't know what you got going on. But it, it's just a crazy, crazy, crazy aspect of society, in my, in my opinion. But 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I yeah, I, I actually I had this conversation with some folks on Facebook, like when all the stuff first came out. And it's just, you know, I mean, like, let, let me first that like I am. If you know, if the allegations are true and he was found guilty, like and he's where he's supposed to be, if if all that be true, I'm not no you know, judge or jury in this case. Um, I think there's some probably some very damning evidence. But again, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that, and say that hopefully you know if justice was was served, like I have no no problem with that. I just yeah, it's just hard, man. You know, you you it's it's hard to to ever see folks that you look up to, respect, whatever, be caught in these very. It's it's actually some allegations now that came out. If we uh, that's a whole nother episode. This some allegations came out about now. I haven't even had a chance to look, really read everything. But you know, yeah. that's a that's a whole nother. You know, Khalees claimed that he that he oh, beat man. her. Say no more. <laughs> I haven't even seen all the. I don't yeah. know the or anything, but again, it's just like you know, it's tough. So yeah, that's a whole nother episode for another day. But it's uh, that was rough. Yeah, you ain't have to man. wait. Why you do that, man? The time, the time, the timetable, man. You, you can't, can't. That's breaking news. So you, you gotta. Miley, give us some some good shout outs, brother. Good, good shout out. I, I don't know why you're making me go first. Yeah, I mean, we we got it. We got to get you out, get Young Dev out the way, man. Get, oh, what you trying to hey, say? Good shout out, man. Yeah, they just kicking to the curb. Yeah, we just got it. We no, we just got it. know if I'm one third of the podcast anymore. No, we just, <laughs> we, just we, we just start with the streets and then we try to bring it up. You know, <laughs> I, I'm, right, I'm right in the middle. And then Landon is always going to be, you know, he's going to, I just like to thank, you know, shout out to my moms, man. You know, like life is beautiful. Shout out to clouds, B. Cotton candy. I, I've like, never oh. done anything uh, like that. You did. You gave three shout outs to cotton candy over the last four Brother, five. brother, oh, don't, don't, you don't have to listen. First time listeners. First time. Hey, no, man, cotton that's candy. good advertising. You will man. learn to never, <laughs> ever, I mean, well, I can't say that. About three percent of what Mylon says on this podcast has a half it's a truth in it. Facts. The rest of it, it's all. Let facts. it go. This is there. This podcast are still supposed to be entertaining. That's his form of entertainment. But this is not. Facts. Not. I'm not. I spit facts. I'm let not, it go. I'm not. So now I'm Charles Barkley out in these streets. Yeah, you are, brother. You're the Charles Barkley of podcasting. Charles, man. Charles Barkley on the wall. Nah, I think my, my shout out is in speaking of overshadowed, uh my shout out is to Annoyed, man. Like I, I really liked his blame it on Jay-Z album and <laughs> brother, you shouted out eight months late, brother. <laughs> I, I, I just I'm just saying, man. I, I feel like brother in another year. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I feel like he's I feel like where is where is it like what I feel like he's just falling into like are you he's a, he's he keeps being in my like I was about sci highs is like yo this dude is dope like y'all don't really like rock with him like that Other, oh my god what what sci high did something too I mean what's going on brother, brother y'all need to listen this Kanye nonsense got everybody spiraling y'all haven't seen all this no <laughs> y'all come on I'm sorry. Here's your shout out, brother. But oh, also, brother, brother, come on, Desai is like making America great too, brother. Like, what's up, brother? So, so, okay, look, this is and hey, again, hashtag, listen to all the way in, in. But just so y'all know, because again, Sahai is my I, I love I, I love Sahai, but so y'all know 
Kanye been off doing whatever Kanye do. <laughs> this is so horrible about Kanye. Like this is. Oh, I high jump out there. <laughs> I don't know why. So I high jump out here talking about y'all love the man meaning Trump. Like y'all love the man for like sixty, seventy years till he became president, and then says something like y'all know MLK was a Republican, as if to justify oh. like oh. Kanye's comments. And I was like, what? And like, my wife sent this to me. So, like, Janice sent this to me. And at first, I was like, what? Like, where did it even come from? Like, I was trying to understand, but I didn't see all the Kanye stuff before, like, when she sent it. Uh, and then I saw the Kanye stuff. And I'm like, he's trying to stick up for Kanye. But, and then Chance, and then Chance could jump out there. Again, I don't know why I like Chance. I love Chance. I'm not the hugest. I, I love him as a person, what he represents. But him, I guess, trying to defend Kanye, jumps out there and says some stuff like, you know, not every black man has to be a Democrat. Like, that's not what anybody's saying. We're talking about why are you giving love to Trump? That's no. the only conversation. No. And okay. I, no, I, I got I to stop you because I, I, I've been looking at a lot of, I've been doing a lot of reading. It's finals time. But I have, oh, to, gosh. I have to be reading this wrong. In a tweet, there had to be something before it or after it. No, no. Sci-Hi's tweet says, he's speaking of Trump. He never said he disliked Bush. Oh, no, he, he's got to be talking about... Wait, he said he never said he disliked Bush. He just said he don't care. Oh, no, this is he's talking about Kanye. He said that Kanye basically never said he disliked Bush. He just said he don't care about black people. If he was a fan of Trump before his presidency, then he has that right. Trump is not against blacks. He's for whites and his business. What? Yeah, yeah. Wait, Listen, wait. It, get, it just keeps getting, it gets worse. You know what? Because you know what? Part of me, part of me, I get it. Part of me. Brother, you want to, listen, you want to defend my heart. I get it too. I want to, but hey, can't. Okay. I don't even know what my shout out. Hey man, shout out Den of Thieves, man. Ice <laughs> Sun. Uh, it was a dope movie. It come out on DVD in a couple of weeks, man. Uh, go get that Den of Thieves, man. Oh. Support Ice Cube Jr. <laughs> O'Shea Jr. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Support that black man. I love Den of Thieves. It was a dope movie. Uh, yeah, get that DVD. I just switched to movies, B. I'm not even. I don't even. It's a movie podcast, big. What are you talking about no more? Color Purple, B. That's my top movie of all time. <laughs> that's what I go with. Uh, yep. A lot of that's clubs. My, yeah, we, we're done. We this, <laughs> we're done. Bang, bang. I don't know what else to do. Bang, gang, bang, bang. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Shout, oh, yeah, real quick. My favorite shout out of all time, if you know me, I, I love giving these shout out. Shout out to uh, the NBA LeBron team squad, goaltending. We don't call it cheating for the. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, shout out to that. Man. I was mad too, but I needed that. Yeah. Shout out to the league, man. You're doing a real good job, man. You're not even concealing your your. It's not even conspiracy at this point. It's, it's big. <laughs> I, I respect you. I respect you. You after the bag. You trying to secure secure the bag. You gotta keep your your biggest, your most important, most famous clown in the circus. Hey, it is what it no. is. You pay a lot of dollars. Oh, you saying a lot? It is what it is, man. I just want to shout that out, man. Uh, no, I like. Oh, also shout out. No instant replay on calls that are really close. You know what? We don't need it. Y'all got cameras in New York, and <laughs> listen, I don't even. Use, hey, don't I even promise use you. Just, listen, I, I was watching the game. 
I was watching the game, and I saw LeBron hit that, and I was hot. I was mad that he hit that three. But I was waiting. I was waiting to see Milan's I was waiting to see Milan's uh, name come up on my phone <laughs> with hot. some type of reaction, and I never got it. I was lightweight disappointed because I knew as hot as I was, he was even more upset. Like, I knew it, and I'm burning waiting to see and I never saw anything, but now here it is. It came up in the podcast because I was waiting to see what is he going to say. And it, it came down to the no <laughs> goaltending call, which I, I'm mad that they lost. I, I mean, I'm mad that they won. I, I hate that LeBron actually hit that, that yeah, shot. He hit the shot. I mean, you know, it, but I just, I didn't know. I was waiting oh, for, for oh, what he was thinking. No, I, I, I'm gonna let you get to your shout out and let us get off of here. I know y'all, y'all fathers, y'all got, y'all babies to, 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 to feed and burp and whatnot. But listen, I'm not making this. I really do have a problem, B. Like I need to see, I need to see. Cal. I'm not, I'm, bro. I'm not making this up. I'm not like you know, like oh, you putting it. To, no, this is real, real story. I'm walking on campus at, at UC Berkeley. I'm listening to my music. I'm trying to get from one class to the other. I'm minding my business. I see this dude with a LeBron jersey on. Not a Cavs hat. <laughs> not a Brad Daughtery jersey. A LeBron. I mean, it was crisp. It was no. like just it yesterday. Like, oh, snap. This is the greatest player of all time. I should get his jersey. <laughs> like, I can feel that that was his intent. Like, I didn't, I said, I looked, I, 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 the first thing I paused and I said, does this guy look like someone from Cleveland? Because I was like, you know, maybe he's from Cleveland. He didn't. And I, <laughs> what did that mean? He didn't look like he was from Cleveland. He looked like he was from like San Jose or something. Like what? He's like a Mill Peters looking type of dude. What? This guy knows where people are from, by the way. This is, how I, this is how I knew I had an issue. I don't know this man from, I don't know this guy. I don't know him at all. He was like, oh, that's my partner. I don't know him at all. My mouth was fixed to be like, what the? Like, I, it was there, like, I was like, come on, bro. Like, I was ready to say, I was like, I can't just go up to straight and disrespect their fans. That's how much it hurt. That's, that's how much I'm like, only, like to, it's like this. They're Warrior fans, and then they're people that, like, two weeks after KD was brought on like you shouldn't have a kd jersey you know what i'm saying like i'm a heat fan <laughs> i only have a wade jersey i have a wade and an alonzo morning jersey that's it no chris bosh no lebron <laughs> no justice winslow no hassan whiteside <laughs> i got a d wade all-star jersey and i have an alonzo morning jersey that's it that's it my <laughs> only other option after this is a tim hardaway throwback those are my only if i ever wore a jersey oh, that's brother, you better hurry up and get that i'm, I'm not why are you wearing a LeBron jersey like this? I don't understand the, the logic behind it. I'm confused. But yeah, LeBron I almost snapped on, I almost snapped on the almost snapped on. And it was the new logo. That was the thing. It was a new logo. You know how they got the seat like it was the oh, new, yeah, yeah. new No. Yeah. People, people, just just keep my eye on what kind of profile. Doing Whatever that. spirit is holding on to to his his heart that does not allow for it, and I'm not a LeBron basketball fan. I, I'm not, but 
you know, Monlin got a whole different something going on right now. I don't know what it is. My wife, my wife asked me one day. I said, she, I was like, she's like, yeah, I don't like LeBron as a basketball player. I said, no, I don't like him as a human. She was like, like, as, like as a human? I was like, yeah, as a, as a human being. I'm not a fan. I'm just, I don't, I don't hate him. I'm just not a fan. I'm just My not. grandma said the same thing, and I was like, like I'm not gonna go at who he is as a as a person. I'm just talking about but my, my grandma is the same way. This, this, I'm just like I'm not saying like I'm not gonna like man. I I wish. Oh, I hope he get hurt. Like no, it's none of that. It's just like as a, as a general. Like nah, bro. It's not really much. Oh, he sent three million people to college. That's what's up, man. You still whack. Like there's no there's nothing there's nothing that he can do for me that that could that that can change. That. Sorry, listeners, for all you LeBron James fans. <laughs> I know. I don't even know how we got. We we spiral. I know. Yeah, we should, we should on this episode. We should look at our like our 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 our, our, our how big our roundtable is and see if we have a large dip in fanship in like. <laughs> <laughs> we probably do. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. I would honestly. I would actually feel good about that. I'd be like, yo, that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> That, that, you gotta. Uh, I gotta hold uh, like, nah, we don't rock with you because I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hold that. Uh, I don't hold that against him. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta like who you gotta like, but uh, not I said it that. Man, yeah. well, look, I'm not gonna get on my. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna bash Brian. Uh, I'm not gonna get on my bash Brian uh, hype. Uh, I don't even think I have a shout out. Uh, Yo, shout out to Paternity Leave. Appreciate it. I need it. I need it this time. Uh, I get to be with my daughter for like a month. Me at the house for all day. My wife's been holding it down. I got plenty of work I still need to do. Not work, work. That's illegal. But uh, plenty of other work, school work, all that type of stuff that needs to get done. So I'm not just going to be taking a, a full and complete break, but... I am looking forward to being able to, to spend some time with her and see all the stuff that she gets that she does during the day. Um, I, I get to witness that now, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, about that, so that's my that's my only shout out. Um, so we've been at the roundtable for a minute. Uh, remember hiphoproundtable.podbean.com for every uh, single episode. Hip Hop yeah. Roundtable on iTunes um, at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast on IG. Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast on Facebook. HHRT podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us um, anything you might want to email us um, that said uh, before we push our chairs back anything else fellas before we before we get up out of here man J. Cole the realest <laughs> peel this back banana <laughs> uh, he's a J. Cole man <laughs> who's that J. Cole man if you talking about <laughs> We have a takeover fan on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. On every tweet, the comments <laughs> to the tweet are people going line by line with whole lyrics. Oh, yeah. He does. If you don't believe me, go to his page and see what happens. There's a banana. You got some J. Cole lyrics for us before we sign out? Uh, no. I <laughs> <laughs> oh man well alright we gonna push our chairs back from the round table then and how at y'all on the next one peace <laughs>